Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready, because we are ready to roll another session of Casual Quest Masters. We are a D&D 5th edition, edition live play adventure. Representing the team is Nick El Chodimella. Hi, I play Vol Nightwalker Val Nagoni, a Goliath Ranger Rune Knight who is sick of this shit. Just one thing after the other, everything's just happening, it's just he's tired. Also, he's one just fought a hammer Brandon Thresher. I play uh, Magdor Bandiron, and I'm ready to raise some fists over who's racing the village. Oh, shit. And yours truly, Tyler Vitatoa's Knox, the changeling who passed the soulful trials but wants to skip on puzzles for a while. And last but certainly not least is our all-powerful dungeon master, Glenn Houston. Hello. Welcome to Chaos. <laughs> Which is what your life has become since going to the Val Nagoni village. <laughs> Shall we recap yeah, like for we... our friends, too? Yeah, absolutely. We get to play the game of uh, seeing who gets... <sighs> Alright, I don't even Woo. have to roll. Alright, you should roll just in case once if you get the same number. I did. I rolled oh, an eight. Roll. Okay. I rolled a 12. Um, I rolled a 1. Which is a critical failure, and in this you case means it. that I have to do mm. it. <laughs> I believe in you, buddy. Good luck. I believe Last in you. Last week, too. Previously on Casual Quest Masters, the team meet up with Chief Guruk for one last job where he sends them to a tower of a deceased mage, a deceased wizard named Wolpec. Said to have held trials to test the hearts of mortals, although Goliath seem to be taking advantage of it much more often due to their proximity. And they approach the tower and activate magical trials that test their better qualities, and after succeeding through the challenges, reach the top, where the spirit of Volpec offers them a wide assortment of randomized loot. Nox goes for the ring, Vol goes for the mystery box, and Magdor, in his wise ways, wise ways, asks for nothing and receives an enlightened blessing instead. Offering to answer any feasible question that question I'm I can't do worse today. Offering to answer any feasible question, the team defers to Nox who asked for the location of the tiefling that crafted the elemental weapons as the Raven Queen was searching for them. Volpec reveals that and hell if I remember fancy names, I was too busy trying to understand half the words. The person's drow? Bane of the eye in the Desrin Desert. Name is Vizarin Vizarin Devere. Okay. Right, it uh, goes ret- to Nick for remembering that. They they return to the Goliath village to find that Vol pseudo dragons frightened and sans the direwolf friend Fox and telepathically tells Vol about how the duo came across mammoths who proceeded to curb stomp the direwolf to near death. Vol leads the team to track Vox and find that the wolf tried to limp away before it was snatched as prey. Leading to a cave, Magdor rushes into Fox's safety as Vol and Nox slink in behind when Remmer haze, a fiery centipede like behemoth, comes stomping, proceeds to almost eat Magdor. Team attempts to flee, but once the tables begin to turn, went from a recovery mission to a counter curb stomp. 
Taking down the huge creature, the team limped back towards the village only to see that fire streaking the skies above it. Above dun, dun. what specific landmark? The village. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, Brandon. I love you. I love you so much with all my heart. But, like, Vox needs to be wearing, like, a red shirt at this point. Saying <laughs> Vol, Nox, and Vox is, like, really hard to do. <laughs> That that was Magdor's like, point. He's not very clever with names, as you know by him butchering everybody's name. Character me will die for this dire wolf. Player me will pray thy roll a one on something here. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so I'm taking my inspiration yeah. point and holding on to four right now for whatever we're about to face. Yeah, who wrote that one? Uh, that, to me, Tyler read like did. Tyler. Yeah, that was that was a good one. I really enjoyed the verbiage. Uh, except a, apparently I did like thirteen tongue twisters for uh, Nick there because uh, <laughs> it kept throwing him through a loop. The uh, pain of the eye of the Desarin Desert. Bam. All right. Like Desarin was so hard for me. I actually wrote desert twice accidentally the first time. I wrote desert desert. Oh, Desarin Valley is it? It's the Desarin Valley. De- Oh, Desert Valley. Okay. Uh, consider that I updated. You. Okay. Okay, perfect. So. Yeah, you guys are now standing over the uh, now lifeless corpse of this huge worm um, as the light from fires grows brighter by the second above where the village is. All right, so I think more specifically when we last left, uh, left off, Nox, Vox... Magdor, we're in the cave figuring out how to dissect the uh, Remmer Haze, and Vol was tired and started walking back. That's when he saw this. Vol and Vo- Vo- Vox was the one that that initially kind of yes, pointed you, you towards the yes. towards the horizon. Yeah. Um, I mean, so at that point, um, is that fire over there? Trying to think if this is really the right thing that Vol would do. Yeah, he'd fucking take off. Running running after the village, yeah. Vol sprints directly towards it. Do we see that from oh, the yeah. cave? The cave is very... The mouth of it was very wide. Okay. So you could see all the way to the back from the front, which is part of the reason why you were able to spot, you know, the, the light on the horizon from, you know, at or near the entrance or even inside the cave. Um... If that's the case, then I'm going to head out and look to see why he sprinted and uh, see, you know, the fire. And I'm going to yell back to uh, Knox, say, come on, we, we got to go. Uh, I look at Vox. Uh, could Vox accommodate the two of us? We're going to try. Oh, we're going to try. Okay, yeah. Uh, Knox just uh uses their staff to, like, pull Volt uh, themselves on top of uh, Vox. See if uh, Vox can carry a dwarf and a changeling. I think he can. I think he can. I Hell think yeah, he can. can. I think he can. I think he can. Dire and Wolf. I guess... Let's see what his strength is. Because I think he should be fine, but I want to make sure. I mean, if he can. Um, if not, I will yeah. cast... He can carry you both. I'll cast Levitate on myself and cling on the Magdor. Oh, yeah, you're good. You don't have to burn a spell slot (laughs) or any slots of things on your staff. But, yeah, you hop on and, yeah, he's fine. I take my Dwarven Thrower and I throw it and hold on to it and fly on the (laughs) Nox. A 
I'll let it happen aesthetically now. Yay! Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just one time. Thank you. Just maybe, maybe, maybe you can learn to use that skill later. But that that'll be something you'll have to train <laughs> to use in combat. Right. Yeah. Please, so, yeah. Fools. so we're both on Nox. And say, All right, let's go. And he books it, understanding the danger, you know, and probably hearing a little more of what's going on with his acute senses. I, um, I wave to Vol as we pass him. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> what? but what's no. your movement speed normally? Uh, 30? Yes. Yeah, the, the wolf is way faster than you, so you want to hop on? Uh, no, I don't think um, Vol would pay too much attention to them. Um, okay. It's 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 just been it's been a roller coaster of like events and feelings for Vol and um. Right now he's probably trying to stay calm more than anything, and not like freak out for whatever he has to like deal with. Yeah, you're being pointed in action, but yeah. calm in demeanor. Love it. Uh, the uh, Vox understanding, you know. That he was the one that ran off, and you know he sent he, he's intelligent enough to understand that that's where his pack is, you know. So um, he is going to kind of sidle up next to you that are dashing towards that space, moving sixty feet around. Um, he's able to, you know, dash a little bit and keep up with you, and he will run alongside you unless you tell him to continue, unless someone tells him to go faster. Uh, I'm gonna look back at Knox. And, uh, can you make us go faster? I, I can, but, I mean, that's, that takes a lot, a lot of magic. How, how long till we get to the village? I pull out my map, bouncing up and down on a wolf. You guys walked up here, you guys moved up here at a decent, brisk pace, not sprinting, though, in about ten minutes. So if you're booking it, uh, at a 30 foot per round speed, you can get there in about five. Right. Uh, like, Nox knows that uh, even with haste, haste will last for about a minute. So, uh, if they do that, there's a possibility they'll go apeshit, you know, super fast for the first minute, but then we'll just collapse for a second. And uh, I-, I think Tortoise beats hair in this race. All right. So, we're going to keep that pace of about 60 feet per round, getting you there in about five minutes. Um, you make your way down the hillside, um, as this was kind of, oh, not up, up, but it, you know, down a hill, away from the edge of the, uh, the basin, this upper basin that you're in, and, uh, eventually getting close enough to step, like, you can hear the sounds of screams. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and as you I'm get close, you also hear... to the sky. Okay, sorry, what's that? I was gonna say I'm gonna send Craven to the sky real quick. Uh, okay. And uh, once you're done with your whatever you need to say, I'm gonna switch over to Craven's view. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you hear what sounds like a blast of like some sort of odds. Like it like it's a weird sound that you've never heard before, but it it sounds like icicles. That makes sense. But really big ones. Um, and, uh, as you hear that, you send Craven up and you swap your vision up to him, correct? Yes. I like, I grapple onto Magdor's so I don't fall off. Just, yeah. uh, and I'll switch my vision, uh, 
And I believe hearing two with uh, the crow. Oh, okay. Magdor blushes. <laughs> As he sails from behind like a like a like a, a man driving a motorcycle with his lady holding on. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, you're able to see uh, as soon as he gets above the tree line, um, the sound that you heard that sounded like ice and like a heavy breath was actually a dragon that you can see now finishing a sweep through the village, um, finishing off a breath weapon that he shot into the village. Um, But he seems, as he turns away, this uh, giant dragon uh, seems to be flying back off to the north, let me think, northwest. Uh, can Nox talk even if he can't hear, see or hear around them? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just shout the word dragon then. Okay. Uh. Oh, <clears throat> dragon! See the gears turning in, in Nick's head. Um, can we see it flying away at this point? Um... It was pretty quick and low, and the distance that it was going, and with the thick coniferous trees, it's it's. You may have been able to make it out if you knew it was there, but since you guys didn't hear that, like you didn't know he was there before he started to fly away. No. Um. What about in terms of like audio? Is it like um, in terms of like general a- chaos, like decibel levels? Is it now considerably like lower? Um. No. No, no, it just okay. seems like, uh, yeah, it, uh, whatever the breath was, it doesn't seem like it. Initially, just from hearing that and then hearing dragon and not the screams, not the screams and shouts, not lessening. Um, but so you don't think it killed anybody, right? Uh, or not at least not very many. But what you do hear as you get a, you're like probably three, four hundred yards away from the village itself, as you fly, you know effectively, you know, flying in, running as fast as you can, two of you on a wolf, um, you see and hear the, you see what looks like flashes of different colors of light. Um, and, uh, the voice of Greppa shouting different arcane mumblings, but obviously casting magic. Magdor Mm. is not going to have Fox, stop and continue running into the village. Okay. Um, Vol would be on uh, full alert mode right now. He'd first be looking for any um, clear enemies. If not, he'd get to helping if anybody's in distress. I, I guess, uh, where does it look like uh, Vox is running to at this point? Vox is just uh, keeping uh, pace and f- kind of like ever so slightly following behind Vol. Okay. Then uh, I'll have the staff out at the ready to uh, back up Vol uh, just in case there's anything that uh, like runs astray in front of us. Uh, we know if there's a dragon, there's always the possibility of uh, frost giants as, you know, strong possibility. Hmm. We don't know yet. Or we just forgot to pay taxes to the, uh, the frost... Uh, the uh, white dragon, maybe, and uh, it's just coming along to uh, remind the subjects of uh, their royalty dues. Yeah. So you go in, every one of you prepared in each uh, each of your own ways, as you feel a uh, a heavy rumble of a growl um, from Vox, as it seems as though he smells something that he doesn't like. Once you get closer, 
um, and you are about to turn your way, like you're entering the outskirts of the village, effectively the village not being that big, and you turn or you come around a hut, and stumbling away, um, you see uh, your brother um, as he is protecting uh, several people. It seems as he's got his weapon out. He's got blood. His left arm is uh, severely damaged, uh, but he's got his weapon in his other and uh, with his uh, sword sheathed on his back uh, with blood still dripping from it, he is helping two uh, smaller uh, young Goliath away from the village and he stumbles and he falls and he says, thank God you're back. Help grandpa. And as he continues to pull them away um, to try and get them away from the village. Old starting straight in. Not even going to skip charge in. Yeah. The scene in front of you is something that you probably hoped would never happen. Um, Several of the rows of of houses have been completely frozen solid. Um, Uh, where there is not frozen bits and shards, there is blood in the snow. There is a few people, a few Goliath on the ground dead. Um, and at the end of the village to the north, um, because you're kind of coming from the southeast, um, you can see it like down the end of this lane as you turn and look down the main, you know, path in the center of the village. You can see Greppa standing her ground with an aura of blue light around her. One of her uh, legs looks like it's been severely wounded. She has a cut across one of her shoulders, and she's just deflecting as she's fighting three frost giants by herself. Um, there's no... You do not see uh, your father anywhere, uh, but Trod seems to be uh, injured but safe, uh, but that's what you see in front of you. And now, at this point, too, there is a slight opening in the trees you can see heading to the northeast, the tail end of a large white dragon heading off to the northeast, flying in the air as a roar echoes out over everything. How far away does Greppa seem to be? Oh, about 100 feet. Uh, Nox would shout at Vox, uh, and I guess by extension, Vol. We need to get to Greppa. And... Uh, I am going to, if I can, Glenn, uh, cast a spell. Is okay. there anything you'd like to say? Okay. If you do uh, cast a spell that is going to subject someone to an effect or target them, it will enter everyone into combat. Oof. It's subject and Yeah, because if you're involving yourself in that at all, it'll just put you straight in combat. How far away is Vol and Magdor? They're right with you. You're holding on to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I oh, don't consent I, I to this combat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better shit or get off the wolf. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast a spell uh, that will uh, it, uh, a protection spell. I, I'm depending whether or not you want to enter combat immediately. I'm gonna cast a uh, wall of force. Okay. Uh, yeah. Everybody, roll initiative. Okay. Damn it, Tyler. Damn it, not. I'm sorry. Look, Grappa's in danger, okay? Uh, uh okay. okay. Hold on to him for a second. Gotta make sure I get everybody here. Uh, sorry, well, what'd you say? Six. Alright, Nox. Eighteen. Magdor. Nineteen. Okay, um, so what this is, is effectively I'm gonna treat it as a prepared action. 
so it's happening on a trigger so you're going to do it not have a whole turn you're just going to do the one thing and then we'll start at the top of the initiative order um okay uh let me make sure I roll for these guys real fast as I roll was getting down. everything roll written down. down. All right. Roll, roll low, roll Except low. Except for <laughs> roll high. Yeah, I know, right? All right. Um... Uh, I need somebody to roll a D3 for me, effectively. Just roll a D6 divided by 2 and tell me the number. And then I need somebody else to roll 3D10 and somebody else to roll 5D10. And so I rolled a one 3. Of you should... 3? Okay. And then, so yeah, give me 3D10 first and 5D10 second. I'll do the 3D10. Then he said 5D10 after that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming the lower the better. 3d10 is 12. 12? Okay. Uh, the 5d10 is 24. Alright. Uh, what that is is that these giants are not without having taken damage from Greppa. It looks like there's a couple other giants on the ground to probably have died or in your view um, along with several other Goliath that are now in view. Um, several of the warriors, the hunters. Um... But the, the the damage I had you roll was for how much damage two of them had taken. One of them is unhurt, two of them are hurt. So the damage they took uh, from Greppa, it looks like she's already dispatched a couple, but she is she's definitely wearing thin, as you can see her labored breathing. Um, so like I said, you're about 100 feet away. Go ahead and cast that spell, and then we will start the initiative order. Sure thing. Uh, I'm going to cast Wall of Force on Greppa. Uh, I'm going to turn it into a spear uh, and shape it into a uh, spear up to 100, uh, sorry, not 100, uh, 10 feet and on a radius. Uh, depending on your flavor, Glenn, I'm going to try to create a spear that uh, surrounds her uh, but keeps the frost giants out. Um, uh, it, if it can't close, yes. can it? It can only create a wall? Yeah. Uh, it can create a wall or it can create a uh, spear. Okay, cool. And so I'm going to take the spear option. If there's any disrepancy, uh, like on uh, who's on what wall, or sorry, let me read a verbatim. If a wall cuts through a creature's space when it appears, the creature is pushed to one side of the wall, and it's my choice which side. Okay. So. Do you want to push away if uh, they are inside of that? Right. They don't take any damage for something like that, but it's basically I'm creating a force field to protect Grappa. I think physically it's immune to all damage and can't be dispelled by magic. Wow. Blocks ethereal travel. So, the question is though, it says nothing can physically pass through it. Yeah, I think can magic, magic still can. Yeah, yeah. I, I think... mean, th in this case, I think that's good. For future references, that's very bad. Yeah, let me see. Can we pass Spells through it? Pass through no. a wall of force. That was. Uh... Can spells be cast through the wall of force? Uh, Mike Merles says, in terms of me, would have got him more than the mental authority. Blah, 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 blah. A berry that stops physical objects stops spells. That's what Mike Merles says. Mike Merles is the rules guy at Wizards. So, right. Right. it will stop okay. spells the from being cast, but it will also protect her from taking any more physical or spell damage. So, okay. heal herself um, if she needed to. 
Yeah, awesome. Okay. So we've got our initiative. We've got Greppa, who I effectively can remove from the initiative order because she, unless you dispel it, she is uh, not going to be able to do anything. And uh, I can cast that up to 120 feet away. So I'm going to slide off the back of uh, Vox okay. uh, as, far, as far as away as the spell, because I realize that these guys, if they hit me, that bear goes down, Greppa's in danger. Uh, so, so whatever turning the distance corner, you, you were 100 feet away. Is that okay? If it's not a full 120? Yeah. 100 feet's good with me. Good. Yeah, you hop off. Uh, now we're going to start the top of the initiative, and Magdor, indeed, you are number one. So we're 100 feet away? Mm-hmm. And you are on your wolf with a 50-foot move speed. What did we decide for Vox's initiative? Does he act if after me? If you want me? to have him act on your initiative, he can act on your initiative and go after you. Or technically, if he's a mount, he would go on your initiative, and you can give him the dash or disengage action. So I can continue riding him to get in closer. You can have him do the dash action and get you into combat without using any of your economy. But is that smart? <laughs> it's up to you, but I'll, I, yeah, you use his movement speed as long as you are on him as a mount and you give him the dash or disengage action. Uh, if you do want him to attack, you have to use your action economy to do so. All right, I am going to... What am I going to do? Um, I am, I'm actually going to have him stay near Knox for right now. Or I'm going to get okay. off of him okay. and have him stay near us. No, I'm going to stay on him. I lied. I'm going to stay on him. <laughs> this, this is fine. You haven't taken your hand off the chest piece yet. You're fine. Right. We're, we're just, I'm going to stay on this. him and I'm going to cast Don't Cure Wounds on myself. <laughs> All right. You're staying on him and what? Casting Cure Wounds on myself. On yourself? Poof. Because I Oof. still beat up from the last uh, fight. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so I'm going to do Cure Wounds. And I get to do it at a level two for free. Yeah, you do. And heal myself for 17. Actually, I think we should call that the Blessing of the Gods. Instead uh, what of, did I call a, boon it? of a boon of spell oh. mastery is what I told you it was called. Technically, that's a different boon. Um, just, let's just call it the blessing of uh, Moradin. Okay. I do like the source of where you say you got it from in your character sheet. <laughs> I just called it spell Weird level one. Weird wizard guy. Weird wizard guy was my source. <laughs> but I'll change it to blessing Weird of Moradin. Weird wizard guy. He didn't so have I a hear, name or anything. So I'll hear myself for 17 and let's see, do I want to do a bonus action? No. I'm good. That's it. All right, so not moving. Staying not on moving. box right here, healing yourself and waiting. All right, next person, Nox, you're up. Wait, actually. Oh, shit. Oh, never mind. Oh, God. I was going to say, would I see that wall of force? Yes. Okay, yeah. All right. I think it's translucent, but I mean, if Glenn says it's seeable, it's seeable. Oh, it is uh, an I mean, invisible I, wall. It is invisible. Yeah. You did see you, you did see him cast something, and you saw the giants be moved. Okay, that, so that's fine then. So I was gonna you say don't that know that it's things. there, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying not to no. metagame and not anti-metagame. Oh no, you're golden better. 
And uh, hypothetically, if the Giants can't see it, they're still going to want to beat Agrappa, right? Because she's true. the weakest target. But I Very mean, true. that's awesome metagame. So that that's your call, Glenn. No, I've, if I've you want an anti-metagame. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh... <laughs> We're going to dig underneath the, the dome. Uh... Okay, anyways, uh, I guess Nox is still a little roughed up from, uh, like, using charges. Like, they used a shit ton of charges in the last fight. Uh, they are actually going to start tapping into their own stuff. Uh, just for now. <sighs> shit. Uh, I can't do any special effects from this far, and uh, a lot of my, uh, CC comes from the staff, so I'm gonna plus concentrations being held. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, ten uh, feet forward, so I'm within ninety feet of uh, one of the frost giants. Okay. And I am going to cast a chromatic orb. Wonderful. Uh, I am also gonna send Craven in. Uh, Craven should not be able to give the health action. I'm just arguing this against myself because I'm 90 fucking feet away. So next turn uh, you can, though. But if you want to do it like that, yeah. just uh, keep within reason. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'm going to do a level one chromatic orb just to basically uh, mess with one of them. I'm going to cast it at uh, as a fire. Yes, fire. Okay. For now, for reference, too, there are two that are 90 feet away from me. The other one is about 10 feet behind them. Uh, he seems to be just picking up giant bits of the ground and chucking them at stuff. Uh, the other two have been whapping on Greppa and are a little bit beat up. Did you want to target the one on the left or your right? Uh, Glenn, uh, just from a view, which one looks more messed up? Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Has... Let's do that for <laughs> now just because it's the heat of battle. You may not be able to assess that super accurately. Got a, I got a solid 10. 10? Uh, probably the one on the right. Maybe. Okay. Looks like he's taking a little Maybe. more damage. A little more blood. Sure. Uh, I'm going to shoot a level one uh, fiery chromatic orb at him. Uh, okay. Been a while since I've gotten to do some chromatic orb goodness. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, does a 24 hit. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, it's... Wow. Uh, I rolled two ones and a three for a uh, solid total of uh, seven. Uh, seven fire damage. All right. Takes a little fire damage, scorches his shoulder a bit, and he stares at you. Uh, well, I guess he may not necessarily understand the source of it yet. He looks around and then spots your group, but doesn't necessarily focus on you. Okay. Sounds Anything good else? Yeah. And, and, uh, you know what? I'm going to, uh,. <laughs> Try to find a little bit of rubble and use my slip into shadow just for this one round uh, to uh, use a hide action as a bonus action. Do uh, it. It says I don't need covers, but I'm just going to peace no. out. Just And ah, it's dim light. The only me. light you have is the moonlight and the, some of the fires that have been, you know, some things, if they're not covered in ice, are on fire. So um, right. there's a lot of dim light for you to kind of work into the shadows. Okay. Uh, I believe you tell me at this point I should ri roll a stealth roll if they yes. want to see me. Yeah, that'll that'll be a DC uh, for them if they want to try and find you. Okay. Uh, the DC is 18. Wonderful. So, yeah. Pretty good you, for a you plus hop three. off of Vox. Uh, he doesn't really move forward with Magdor. Magdor heals himself. You cast the spell and then kind of fade away a bit. 
Um, and now it is the other it is the giant's turns. And Bull, you're at the end. So these three giants. Uh, the first one attacks twice at Greppa, hit it bouncing off of something, and he looks very confused and looks at her and looks around at the other giants. And uh, the second one, thinking that it was a fluke and that it was just you know he you see that he's like he's like sloughs it off as maybe you were too weak or something, attacks twice again. Uh, this time actually breaking part of his double-headed great axe uh, on the shield. Um, And the third one, uh, seeing that they're not doing anything, picks up a giant chunk of earth and is going to target one of you, two that he can see. Uh, Odds or evens Magdor and Vol. He doesn't want to look for a little I'll let you decide. I'll, I'll go with odds. Magdor, it is going at you, and Fuck. since you're riding your dog, it's targeting him. What in his armor class is 14. So he's hey, going to chuck a boulder. Because fair. you are riding, you're riding him. Fox, no. All right. <laughs> you're targeting. He blocks you're it with his red shirt. And uh, I rolled a 23 to hit your wolf with a 14 AC. It hits him. Sorry, red shirt. Um, that's his new nickname. I'm just gonna call him that because it's either in saying Volt, Knox, and Vox. Um, do you want me to take the static damage or roll it? What's the static damage? I won't tell you. Roll it. Okay. <laughs> Rolling has always worked in our favor when it came to this. Um, he, I have on this previous page written down how much your wolf had healed for. Right here, you can see Vox was at 25 hit points. 25. Then are you luring the death of Vox? <laughs> 25 hit points. I just dealt 36 hit points. As the boulder crashes into Vox, he yelps in pain. You are thrown from his back 10 feet back. And he lies on the ground motionless, partially buried under the large clump of earth. And that's the end of the giant's turn. It's your turn, Vol. Um, is there, uh, within range of my movement, is there a uh, frozen over icicle tent that I could take cover behind? Yes. Um, Vol will do such as he's heading in that direction. He's going to pull out his bow. Okay. Um, working your way among the frozen bits and things you can hide by and with your bow out. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that, uh, in that, uh, what, what do I want to say? In that movement as well with pulling out his bow, knocking an arrow. I'm going to use one of my new toys. I'm going to invoke uh, my storm rune. As a, okay. so Is that that's a bonus use, action? That uses up my bonus action, yes. Um, so my storm storm rune rune is so cool until the state ends when you or another creature you can see within 60 feet of you make an attack roll or saving throw an ability check I can use my reaction to cause a roll to have advantage or disadvantage okay um and for now let's see how this first one is before I decide to give myself advantage on this first uh first uh um arrow shot so coming in 
Uh, does a 23 hit? Against uh, which one are you targeting? I apologize. Um, Vol would have seen Nox yeah, the two attack up front. the right one. Uh, the the yes. one that's up front, so Vol's going to start working on that one. Okay. Uh, you said a 23 to hit? Yes. That absolutely hits. Um, and I'm also going to proc um, Colossus Slayer. Um, so that first uh, arrow did 11 damage. Okay. Um, and then another arrow coming in does a 15 hit. A 15 hits. And uh, since you hit the AC, boom! You roll a 15 or higher, you hit. That's a fun thing I'm going to do if you hit the AC exactly so we can make combat be a little simpler. You can just tell me if you hit. Um, 12 damage. On the frost giant. 12 damage? Okay. Yes. Um, and so, I essentially, how much cover, cover am I in now before I end my turn? Uh, we'll give you half cover. Okay, cool. So, so that gives me your AC by two when two, you're targeted. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I guess, um, doing that, Vol's gonna start, uh, um, it's not like Vol's trying to hide himself. Vol's making it very clear where he is and who's attacking them. Um, and then he's gonna quickly, like, slightly hide, duck behind cover, trying to, like, get mm -hmm. attention without necessarily. Yeah, did you noise. want to move closer at all, or do you want to just stay that 90, 100 feet away? Um, yeah, no, just how much ever I move to get into behind that cover, yeah. Okay. Yeah, honestly, you can just move completely parallel to them, their position, and, right. and not, and not get any closer so if you want to stay 100 feet away that's totally feasible. for now yeah mm -hmm. uh yeah that's uh, it for me good job and we're back to the top magdor may i ask a question absolutely this is play of the player uh and i will uh work it in the way so it's not technically metagaming uh what is the furthest i've ever seen magdor throw his uh dwarven thrower just to have a rough idea what to expect. The furthest you've seen me throw it? I think like yeah, 40 like, feet. Uh, I, okay. I just wasn't sure how close I've, uh, or how far I've seen you throw that sucker and have it Thor back into your hand. That would have been the arena when I threw it around mm. the 40 feet and back. Okay. That's it for me then. What would Magdor do? I I don't even know what Nick what Nick did because I'm trying frosty ruins of a destroyed battle worn village with uh, Greppa dying in front of you and your wolf motionless under a boulder. So, oh, he's under the boulder. Oh, oh yeah, he was crushed. Bounce off. Oh no, it it smashed into him and you know pushed him into the ground. It doesn't look like he is like you. It's not like gross, you know? Like, his guts aren't up everywhere. It just looks like he's underneath it. Shit, that changes things. Uh-oh. <laughs> um. Asadi. Ball of fire. Can't. You just hear the, the whispering. Nobody gave me any phosphorus. <laughs> I was able to get some on the look mountain the first time. What? What's that on the ground there, Magdor? Does that look like a, just a heaping mound of phosphorus right next to you? It looks phosphorus. I don't know. Does it I look say around that for phosphorus? 
Wall of Fire? But, I mean, yeah. doesn't doesn't your holy symbol act as an arcane focus? Yeah, it does, but yeah. it requires yeah, a small Yeah, so it's assumed phosphorus. that... No, 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 yeah. It's any components needed are provided unless they are consumed by the spell with your symbol. With oh. your arcane focus. That or unless, unless they're they consumed by the spell. Cost to them. Yeah. It doesn't have a gold cost, doesn't say it's consumed, so you it's assumed provided okay. by the arcane focus. Nick, All right, Mag Johnny Cash the shit. Damn, Nick, you're just racking them up. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just, uh, I guess, benefit of learning how to DM. I give him that line. will technically like use it against candy. you. Magdor is pissed then. He's going to hold up his metal arm, and you just see like a bolt of lightning come down. And in his hand, you see a chunk of phosphorus from his god. He's going to chuck that 120 feet because I'm allowed to for some reason. Rolling. Uh, not 120 feet. I'm going to chuck it 100 feet. I was going to go past him. Just force them into right. you. <laughs> chuck it 100 feet at them and uh, cast Wall of Fire. And you just see a wall bring up where they're at. You want it to erupt between Greppa and the two that are closest? I want it to erupt on the two that are closest. Like... I covered them in phosphorus. Oh, so they need to make dexterity saving throws. Which side will have the fire? The side facing away from you or the side close to you? Because the creatures inside of the wall are going to make the save no matter what, but depending on which way it's facing, if another creature gets close, it's risking taking damage. I would probably damage. face it outward, so like the direction that I'm throwing. So okay. hit the first so two yeah. and then aim towards the third. So if the one so that they would is just need a cross, yeah. but... So it's opaque. Wow. Oh, he mad. That's great. Uh, let me see. Ball is opaque. Yeah, so the guy on the other side can't target anybody on this side with more boulders. Inspiration point. Um, so they're going to make dexterity saving throws against your spell save DC. Yes. I just want to say it's Which funny because I'm rewatching um, the last Airbender, and I think I just watched an episode where Fire Lord o Ozai lost his patience, and then just flames erupted around him. And so, yeah. like, that's all I'm envisioning right now. Magdor just got pissed, well, and then just fire fucking erupts. Well, in one round, you saw lightning and fire from Magdor. He pissed. <laughs> um, and you saw him chuck a hunk of phosphorus 100 feet. What's the uh, 14. Name? 14. All right, so I believe, if I remember correctly, do you want to roll that damage for me? Because it's half if they succeed, full if they fail. Yeah. 5d8 fire here. damage. Holy Big shit. Big numbers, baby. Oh. Come on. Do I get to cast at level five? If you... Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's fucking so go. So it's 6d8 fire? I don't have any level five spells. That's why I was asking. Let me see. Let me... Each creature within the area... Failed save. Creature that takes the same damage when it enters the wall the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. So when their turns come around, they're going to take the damage again. Okay. Okay, um, so just don't but, let me forget that. Before I roll this, I just want to verify, I don't have any 5th level spells. That's Am fine. I still allowed to? Okay, I didn't know if it surpassed yep. that limit. It's the boon, man. Right. 33 damage. Ooh, whoa. Oh, uh. So, uh, you can see them, like, the flame erupts 
on them, creating a wall that spans the entrance and more to the village, not hitting any huts or anything. But it says that the heat is so intense it starts to burn, like melt some of the bits of ice that were created by the dragon's breath. And one of them seems to be able to, uh, like, dexterously move out of the way enough that it it minimizes the amount of damage taken. But the other one is enveloped in flame, um, burning a good amount of his body. And it looks like uh, they'll have to react to this again. Uh, um, may I ask which one, the right or the left one, takes? Uh... The right one seems to have failed it. So he's taken... Uh-oh. He's now taken... Shepkus. Almost... It's like 87 damage you guys have dealt to him so far, including the amount of damage that Greppa dealt to her earlier, so... Oh, I didn't want to hear that, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that was the it... D10s you rolled. Uh, <laughs> Magdor, did you want to do anything else? Because that's uh, your action, I believe. Um... Just also remember that is concentration. So if you do yeah. take damage, you'll have to make con saves. I am going to see if there's a spot I can get behind. Uh, you can do something similar to what Bull did and get half cover by hiding behind some like chunks of ice or huts or something. I'm actually going to hide behind the boulder. Okay. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. What is your passive perception? Uh, 13? 13. Thirteen? One could okay. say that it's a tombstone. <laughs> Too soon? It's a little much. For, for my bonus it action, happened, can happened I... less uh... than six seconds ago, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What? For, for my bonus action, can I just pet him? <laughs> it's going to be okay. Uh, yeah. What did you cast Wall of Fire from? What do you mean? Is Distance? it just one of the spells you know? Yeah, it's the fifth, fifth level. Oh, that's right, because you're fully in one class. Like, I forget that the other other guys have multi-class, so they don't have as high level spells as you do. Okay, and I get that uh, from Forge Cleric too. Yeah, yeah. So you go up and you pet him, um, and he uh, doesn't move when you pet him. All right, and that's my turn. Nox. I'd like to say for the record, uh, notarize this. Tyler made that joke. Nox would never at this current point in time. <laughs> uh, Nox sees the reflection of the wall and uh, fire in uh, their own eyes. Well, they don't. Let's be real. Uh, but, you know, camera pans in on them. Uh, they tried to give an outstanding start with the shit out of the chromatic orb. And they responded in kind after they initiated a fight by tossing a boulder that murdered one of the party members right there in the spot. Like, it looks like almost irredeemably murdered the shit out of Vox. And you see Magdor cast up fire and you just see a little bit of crackle as the staff starts to do a wide, slow, sweeping arc from the side. And we're gonna, <laughs> you just hear Nox go, Oh, we're so we're doing fire today. We can do fire, and uh, I'm gonna use the last of my charges, Sans one. Uh, I will be left at one charge left on my staff of power to cast uh, fireball at fifth level. Uh, so DC is 15 for a dexterity saving throw. Uh, the range is uh, 120 feet, and the diameter is 20 feet. I will let you decide 
if I can hit all three or if two clump together. Um, I think if you target where the other, you said it's 20 foot diameter, not radius. Diameter, correct. Okay. Yeah, I think because I said he was 10 feet behind, it says the wall is opaque and you can't target anything over there. But if you target the two that are there, it will still I'm full of sh possibly I'm full of affect shit. It's the radius. other guy. It's radius? Yeah, then you definitely affect him. If you target the two that are there that you can see, because um, you can't target anything past the wall since it's opaque and you can't see anything, uh, right. it is feasible that the other one would be hit, but you wouldn't know. So um, you said DC 15 dex, right? Yep. Let's see the numbers. All right. Oh, wow. Roll the damage. No matter oh. what. Because it's always half. Even if they succeed. Uh, well, uh, the I rolled 8d8 because it's casting two levels above its third, uh, so 43d fire damage. Holy shit. All <laughs> right. That's a lot of damage. Especially when... All of them failed. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, it is. So I'm assuming one's going uh, down. Is the person... Uh, no. <laughs> it's fine. They're about That's to start facial. their turn in um, uh, in a wall and of fire. And they're going to be... And they're still in the wall of fire. <laughs> so, yeah. Fun. Anger in your eyes, you huck a fucking giant orb of fire, and they just are even more enveloped in flame. Uh, asking for a friend, which one threw the fucking rock? The one behind the wall that you can't see. Motherfucker. Okay. Uh, the one that we, uh, perceptively, uh, decided is the weakest one, the, the right one, last we knew, uh, they are still alive. How are they looking right now? Uh, oh, just irreverse. Even if they, even if he were to survive this somehow, he would be covered in burns from head to toe. Okay. Very, very hard. Uh, you see Nox, like, lower the staff, almost sniper style, and puts a finger to his ear and says, Graven, come in. I need the help action for this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to target the one on the opposite side, because I believe, uh, not to metagame, they'll take damage from Wall of Fire, and I'm going to bank on that, finishing him off. Uh, so I'm going to work on the other one. And uh, quicken a uh, Eldritch Blast uh, with Craven giving the help action of the first one. Cool. Is it, was that love a it. good okay? I okay. love it. Uh, Roll it. All right. Uh, let's see. A straight up Eldritch Blast. Let's see. <laughs> does, a, uh, does a crit hit? It was a crit? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that hits. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the second beam uh, is uh, without advantage. It would be a 13, so that one I assume would yeah. miss. Yeah. Okay. You still get the one that hits super awesome. <laughs> uh, What's your spell save DC real fast? It's a 15, right? 15, yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll the damage for me. Sure. Uh, oh, not that great, but it's okay. Uh, I rolled a uh, nine total. Cool. Yeah, uh... You, you point your staff at the one that's hurt and then decide for the target that you think is uh, going to survive the wall of fire um, and hit him and it almost knocks him down. You hit him so hard in the side of the head, but he's able to keep himself from falling. Uh, that was job, I, basically Raven. what I Don't did is I torched. had, since it's force, I had to make a strength saving throw against your spell saver, be knocked prone as a part of the crit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. 
So I will knock down two sorcery points for that one, uh, because I thought it'd be funny. And that's it for my turn. Uh, I do believe uh, it's barbecue time. Oh, yeah. Barbecue time. Roll it. Oh, I roll at the start of their turn? Yep. Oh, damn. All right. It's Wait, let me make sure I read this real fast. You go ahead and roll the damage, but it says... A creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn, which is right now, or ends their turn there. Okay. With, uh, do with I roll that, that at constitute- level again? Well, they entered it the first time when he dropped it, and now this is a new turn. First time. Just like spiritual, or not spiritual weapon. Um, Spirit Guardians. Spirit Guardians. Spirit Guardians is the same way it happens on the first time it's cast and on the beginning of their turn. So, um, I believe you. <laughs> Would this be at fifth level as well? Absolutely. Doesn't change right. as long as you keep the concentration up. Uh, 28 damage. All right. Um, Does and that's Greppa to all three of them, right? Is Greppa, Greppa it has, this is something I forgot to mention on the last turn. It looks like she is collapsed. She is laying on the ground. You can still see her breathing, but it looks like she is collapsed from the effort she was putting forth. And if you had not done what you did, there's a good chance she may have died. Okay, so um, it's just okay. for the two that are in the wall for that oh, beginning for sure damage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One of them, um, it as the I, I like the idea that whenever it triggers, it kind of like flames up a little harder, basically, and it consumes one. And then when it kind of res, you know, pulls back a little bit, and it's just the wall, not the the bigger flames. There is no body. There is no bones. It has incinerated him entirely. Um, the wow. other one, however, has uh, w- was not able to, due to getting smacked in the face, nearly knocked prone, um, wasn't able to get out of the way, and uh, takes the full brunt of the damage, but still stands. Um, and that's awesome. And the one that would have gone first is the one that incinerated out of the giants. So the other one is now going. Um, and technically that was for him as well so on his turn he took that damage I just like that it happened at the same time um and now if, if it's his turn and he steps forward hey what's up if if uh basically I'm using my reaction to give him disadvantage on his next attack roll I'm just letting you know okay yeah if he makes an attack yes if he makes an attack I'm giving disadvantage okay well, I think he's going to because he's tired of this shit and he saw how effective the rock was. So he's going to pull a big chunk of ice, which functions as a rock, off of the ground out of the breath. And he's going to chuck it with disadvantage, two dice, uh, taking the lower result. I'm sorry, wait. How far away is he from me? He's 90 feet away I'm from you. I'm full of shit. Never mind me then. <laughs> okay. No sorry, disadvantage, boys. no advantage. Uh, well, wouldn't he have disadvantage because of the distance? The range on the rock is, oh yes, he does, 60. He'll move forward 30 feet to negate the disadvantage being 60 feet away from you. So now I'm gonna uh, give him disadvantage. Now you're gonna give him disadvantage. Okay, now he has disadvantage. We just counter-medicated each other like Wait, does that mean the first boulder would've had disadvantage? Yes, without me giving it, it would've had disadvantage, yeah. I rolled a 16 for the second die, so it still would've hit. I rolled another die just to make sure. 
Okay. Had it missed, I think Matt I thought he had the roll like a five or lower or something like you that. You see the boulder so roll choose... off and he stands up and perfectly fine. He's fine. Okay. All right, one, two, or three, Cody. boys. I got three targets. You can each choose a number. One, two, or three. Because he has can equal targets among you. I'll take okay. one. Oh, okay. Okay. And that means, Vol, you got uh, two. Okay. Then All I right, get three Magdalene. then, I guess. It's going at you, buddy. But it has disadvantage. Damn. Do I get anything for being hidden? Half hidden? Uh, yeah, plus two to your AC. Okay. Um, good thing is I rolled a three and a two on my die. So Ooh, that was close. Uh, that means we have a total of an eleven to hit. No. And it was close. A, that big chunk of ice just flies past you, um, and smacks down a couple trees as it clanks through the forest, uh, headed to the south. Um, that's his turn. Now it's the other one on the opposite side. I need you to. Roll damage, please, for your spell again. Is he about to walk through it? Because yep. isn't he safe right now? Oh, shit. Okay. Yep. Damn. He ain't fucking around. Uh, he ain't giving 19. shit about nothing. 19? Fucking Sothroth through this. All right, yeah. I rolled a one on his save, so he just walks through all cool-like because he doesn't... He don't care. Uh, He takes the full damage but walks through with flames wreathing over him, not necessarily hurting him that much it yet because he still oh, hasn't been hit that much. But you can see the dark... Uh, uh, the dark uh, marks from the fireball on him as though he took the full blast of that before. He is going to move, because I think their move speed is 40. Yeah, he gets 60 feet away, uh, and he's going to target, once again, somebody else. Uh, but this time, I need you to all choose a number again, because he's still... These guys, he's coming through this uh, line, basically. Can Nox try to taunt... Well, it, no, it's On not your their turn. turn. It wouldn't be the yeah. fair. Yeah, three. Say, you're right. Three? Okay. Two. One. All right, Nox. Works out. You're the target. Um. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, no, never mind. I was going to say Nox was hidden, but then they cast all these spells, so. What? You know, it It doesn't matter. Mm, it doesn't matter too much how high your AC is when I roll a 20 on the die. Yeah, I figured so. how that works. Um, uh, if you don't mind, then I'm going to use Unsettling Visage to give him disadvantage. How far away does that work, or is it just a creature you can see that makes an attack against you? When a creature you can see makes an attack roll against you. Uh, that makes it a dirty 20, so it still hits, but it does not crit. Yeah, I'm at 19, and that was my reaction. I can't cast shield on myself. <clears throat> so, hypothetically... I mean, it's better because no double damage I die, so... Yeah, it would have been eight d ten. So, yeah, you know what? Screw it. Let's 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 see the numbers. Go ahead and roll them, bad boys. I I make a face. I get hit with rock. What does rock do to face? I've never. I don't think I've ever rolled this much on four d ten before. Um. That is forty four bludgeoning damage. 44 on a 40 yeah. 10? I rolled 9, 9, 10, 10. Uh, Glenn, 40, 10, max damage is 40. Just uh, make yeah, sure we're clear here. He adds a strength modifier to the hit. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. Okay. I was I was not That's... aware of that. Uh... <laughs> Tells you how strong they are, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that... he kind of like 
Babe Ruth style kind of like points around and then says <laughs> and fucking throws this giant ice chunk uh, at you, pulling from uh, the bits that have been left around, smacking you with a uh, a giant chunk of ice. You just see like Knox like making the face thing and that they have uh, like, yeah, ha ha, I shall show you my secret moves. <laughs> All right, now make your like, concentration save. Yep. Uh oh. It's a DC uh, 23. Oof. Well, Sorry, I wait. rolled a 21. Yeah, so the wall of force disappears off of Greppa. Only you know that, though. <gasps> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> face against a rock. Like, I feel like Nox somehow managed, somehow managed to stand their ground, but the force, like, snow clears like, behind Nox with, like, how they're able to stop this rock. It's like, ugh. It fixed my face. I'm at a solid nine health right now. Yeah, boy, challenges. Yeah. Um, that probably would have killed me otherwise. Uh, thank you, Glenn, for letting me unsettling visage that. Yeah, yeah, that could have been a maximum of 86 damage. So that might have one shot you entirely with no saves if I rolled max on it. So moving Just on, a little bit. that's the end of the last Frost Giant's turn. Vol, it is your turn. Also, good job on the rolls, Glenn. That was Thank amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I crit, crit, and then rolled two off max. Whew. I'm giving you a challenge. The dice are. Like, yeah, they are. Um, So how far is this new uh, frost giant? Uh, two frost giants are 60 feet away from you. Would I be able to go around the back and navigate behind the newest frost giant. The healthier looking what's one. Your, what's your movement? Uh, 30. I mean, I'm not saying this okay. turn, I'm just saying it mechanically, can I do that? That's what I want to do. Yes, but if you want to do it stealthily, you'll have to do it at half speed. Um, okay. Um, yeah, Vold's going to do just that. Um, uh, in the process, uh, leave my longbow there um, and start working on playing out uh, short sword and scimitar um, and I'm going to use my um, what do you call it movement and my action to move so dash, dash. so I'll get my full 30 feet of stealthy it's movement then dash. yeah um, with the logic here being um, yes Nox just took a big hit but then fucking one of them was just incinerated the one that the right. other one that was in front of the wall was pretty injured already, or at least fucking covered mm -hmm. in fire. So, well, it's gonna yeah. try something. Um, yeah, uh, it will this turn make it so that you can't see them for a round. You won't be able to see what's happening. Is that okay with you? Yep. Next turn, you'll be able to get there quietly and uh, be able to do something. You can preserve your action. Yes. Um, uh, for next turn, you can stealthily get around and be in where you want to. I will also use my bonus action to cast uh, Giant Might on myself. You grow? Yes, as I'm Okay. As I'm skulking around the back, I'm growing in size. Yeah. Cool. Alright, go ahead and make a stealth check as you move around the edges, uh, the fringes of the village, trying to, you know, keep your hulky frame. Does uh, Boots, of, Boots of Elvenkind give me advantage? Yes. Making sure. Because it's about not being heard currently, not necessarily being seen. 
behind, you're behind things. 19. 19? Great. That's the DC. I don't, yeah, they'll have to look for you if they want to find you. All right, so you skulk off and grow as you do so, uh, ready to try and spring a trap on these unsuspecting giants. Uh, right. Is that everything, though? Are you you good? Cool. All right, back to the top. Magdor. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, and you tell me when I can't do this. Okay. Um, <laughs> My favorite thing to brain. say is, well, you can try. Right. Um, where is... Where are both of the giants? 60 feet away. 60 feet away? They've started to make their way forward, backlit by your wall of fire. I am going to run... 30 feet towards them. Okay. Towards Greppa, specifically. Okay. Because you said I'm that 90 feet you from her? going straight at the, uh, the more injured one. Okay. So I'm going to run 30 feet. My speed is 25. So I'm going to dash for that extra 5 using my action. Okay. So then for my bonus action, I'm going to use Mass Healing Word on everybody. That I can see. Is it creatures that you can see? Right. So it won't be Vol. Okay. But I can still see Dog under the boulder. And I can mm-hmm. see Greppa. I can see... I don't... I can see Nox? No. You can see Nox. You can't see Vol. You can't see the wolf if you've moved forward because he's under a barrel. You know? Because it gave you cover. He's underneath that piece of earth. How far underneath is he? Damn. All right. Well, far enough that he can't see... You can't see him. Is Or is it here as well? See and here, or see or here. It's see within that range. That could be see within range. Some grab also behind the you wall of fire. You know what? I say that beginning no, no. At, when you first started moving, you could see him, so you're aware of his energy and where he is. You don't know where. What's your passive perception? I guess just thirteen. I, I have thirteen. No yeah, where... you don't know where uh, Vol is, but you can you can target the wolf as well. Uh, and Greppa is on our side of the wall of fire. Um, yes, because I targeted it past her. Mm-hmm. Um, so Greppa. I'm yep. going to heal the four of them then. Well, so Greppa, Wolf, Knox, uh, and yourself. Yes. Cool. And I get to cast at a higher level, so it'll be two d four plus spell casting. <laughs> and everybody heals for ten health. Nice. Oof. I fixed my nosebleed. <laughs> Uh, like I'm one wow. foot almost Looney Tune style into the tunnel of the, this rock that left an imprint on me, and you just hear my nose fixed back. Like, ah! <laughs> and uh, more specifically, how's Greppa and not Vox doing? Uh, Greppa seems to stir a little bit, uh, but you can't see what's happening. You oh, yeah, can't yeah. see what's happening with the wolf now. So you were able to target him because you knew where he was, um, but how we receive that, you're not sure. And. I'm going to stare down the giants. Stare them down as they walk menacingly towards you. Is mess healing word a bonus or a standard action? It's a bonus, but to get close enough to heal Greppa, I had to dash. Ah, okay, that's fair. Uh, Because you burned your whole action economy uh, to do something dope that wasn't necessarily good for you, uh, inspiration point, putting yourself in harm's way. All right. Nox, your turn. 
if I may, I'd like to do a free action to uh, Looney Tunes myself out of this rock I keep uh, suggesting I'm making the imprint in. Just... Ace <laughs> <laughs> <You> slide away. <laughs> and you, you, you just see, like, the... So, like me, oh, sorry, Knox just flicking away the uh, birds that are flying around his head right now. Just, oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to walk around this rock. Uh, and do I see these uh, <laughs> frost giants? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Fucking hurt. With Magdor between you and them, staring them down. Uh, Nox was already upset because uh, <laughs> the box uh, is presumably dead. Uh, but they just got a, a face full of bolt there. Uh, they're gonna point at the ground and cast darkness, and uh, because their concentration has been ended because of that first rock. Uh, so. Nox and the boulder is currently going to be surrounded by darkness, and you just hear Nox shouting in common, "Eat my ass!" Uh, as I'm going to quicken a Eldritch blast at these things. Uh, so I believe, because uh, of darkness, do they have uh, any kind of special abilities uh, within 60 feet, like uh, tremor sense or anything like that? Nope. Okay. Okay. Then I'm going to roll with advantage. Uh, I'm gonna aim at whatever one looks like the weakest at the moment. Wait, why are you rolling with advantage? I apologize. Because I am an unseen target, because I'm covered in darkness. Oh, that's right. You use your bonus action to hide. Cool. Yes. Yes. I, so the first bolt will be this the, yeah, turn. the first attack will be me. Yeah, the first spell. You can do both bolts from the spell with advantage, and then the next attack won't be. What? Both I... bolts, because you have multiple bolts. They're part of the yeah. same casting of one spell, so they'll both have advantage. Right. Yeah. Uh, one's a 24, the other one's a shocker. <laughs> uh, as you go, it's Eldritch Blast. Uh, and you're, you're targeting the weaker one or the one that came through the fire second? Uh, you know what? I think Nox would not have enough intelligence to focus on the weaker one at this point. They got a face full of rock. They're gonna work down the one that uh, threw the rock. Okay. Uh, I want to. <laughs> I want to, but uh, the first one uh, hit is gonna take 13 force. Uh, the crit is gonna be another uh, 12 damage for a total of 25. All right. And I'm gonna telepathically tell uh, Craven to uh, help. Magdor with any attacks he can land. Uh, okay. And in the darkness, I'm going to slink behind the boulder and slip to the other side of it uh, and just see if I can't have them just toss the rock where I was a moment ago. Okay. I'm going to give you three quarters cover. Because of okay. that. That's Not full, but I, definitely most of your body is completely... Yeah. You're almost completely sure. obscured. Okay. Uh, I don't know what three quarters... Uh, Quarters cover gives. Uh, five AC. Friend. Plus five DS. Five AC. Jesus. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll keep that in mind. I'll, uh, I'll awesome. stick a middle finger out then at them just so they see <laughs> where uh, generally. <laughs> just so they have a general idea because at this point I'm going for broke. I'll let them attack me if they want to. Yeah. All right. Um... Okay. This is where I pray. Uh, it's their turns. Um, 
The first one being aesthetically a little closer, kind of looks around. Uh, you can see that he's realized that one of you is not there anymore. Um, and he looks around for a moment, uh, unable to locate Yuval. Um, and instead, he is going to just charge forward and attack with his great axe against Magdor twice. Twice? Oof. Yes. Uh, the first attack is a 15. Miss. Second attack is a 24. Miss. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, my God. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> shit. I was like, damn. Guy, no. I did overpower you. This is a <laughs> drunken dwarf jutsu. Drunken he, gets, uh, dwarf he gets an extra jutsu? 10 to his DC. Uh, you're going to take 32 slashing damage Jesus from the Christ. one hit. Jesus. Right. He slashes through you and says, Not so big now, little man. No, I'm not. I'm tiny. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm little. Look at me. I'm like if three we, feet if tall. If we may be honest here. <laughs> Sorry, four feet. Five feet? Four and I a half. am... I know four I put half. my height somewhere. Hold on, I'll find it. You you keep going. <laughs> okay. I'll find it. Okay. That's the end of his turn. As he misses one, swings with another. The other one was looking for Vol and heard Greppa stir as she has been a little revitalized. And he looks back and goes back with his axe and tests the area, looks to you all, and stabs it downward. As he does have like a spear point on the top of the haft of his axe, and you hear her cry out and subsequently stop making sound as he laughs and smiles at you, backlit by the wall of flame. Did he walk through the fire again? Nope. No. He went back, though. He heard her. So he is 90 feet away again, and then he starts to walk back towards you, so now he's 80 feet away. So he went back 30, and now he's coming back 10. Um, okay. He leaves his axe... Or he doesn't... Yeah, he leaves it there. Fuck it. He picks up the other one from the dead one that had the died. The broken one. Uh, just in... The broken one, yes. The one will deal uh, slightly less damage. <laughs> um, not 3d12. Uh, and then, yeah, so he picks up the slightly broken one and then starts to walk towards you again. Still very hurt, both of them. Um, Vol, you're up. Stealthy boy. Um, the one that just... Uh, I mean, Vol wouldn't know this, I'm asking, uh, because he's the furthest away. Um... The one that just stabbed Greppa and is now walking back. How far away am I from him? Um, you would have been able to get behind the ones that were 60 feet away. Yeah. With uh, the two turns of movement. Um, with this one, if you were to... You, you'd have to spend a full another turn to get behind him. But the likelihood is that he'd be where he was next turn. Uh, what if I don't so, want to get behind him? Oh, you can, you can go meet him if you don't care about stealth. I, I, my only question here now would be is would is just would Vol know that he's there? Because if he yeah, yeah? you saw you saw I I feel like since this glass is or the ice is semi translucent at points and there's still spaces between them, moving along the edge you would be able to kind of see this scene. So you've seen all of this stuff happen. It's just your own stealth that has allowed you to remain okay. unnoticed. Um, but you are within range to go to either of the targets. You just. If you don't want to be stealthy anymore, 
Yeah, I think uh, Volt's patience is running thin. Um, I think he's gonna break from my original idea at least and go after the furthest one. Uh, would I be able to reach okay. him with my just base movement? Yeah. Alright, uh, charging right in. Um, so, let's see, let me make sure I have this right here. Uh, I am... <sighs> See, I'm just burning all my two new toys. I'm also going to invoke my hill rune. Hill rune? As, okay, bonus action. Bonus hill rune, action. which gives you like resistance to bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing, right? Yes, and advantage on saving throws against being poisoned and resistance against poison. Nice. Um, and then I am going to start swinging, and I'm going to give myself uh, advantage through my storm rune. On You'll this have first advantage arc. on your first attack because you were unseen okay. previously. Um, uh, so as you charge forward, he is surprised by your presence. You're able to get advantage on that first attack. If you want to give yourself advantage on the others, you can use inspiration. So the first one's a 23, which is a hit. Oh, yeah. Um, then I'm going to give myself uh, advantage through my storm rune on the second one. I don't even need to use okay, my inspiration. using your reaction? Yes. Okay. Uh, which is a 22. Which, yep. Okay. Uh, then I had five inspiration points because we hadn't taken a long rest in a while. I'm burning three of them to give myself uh, another action. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna. I remember, only one per round gets Colossus Slayer. Yes. But I, I haven't. You have Hunter's Mark. No. But I have Giant's Might. Okay. Oh yeah. So you get extra damage from Giant's Might. Nice. Okay. Um. So here's another two swings. Okay. Um. Critical failure at the first one. Unfortunate. Uh oh. Oof. Um. I'm just gonna give myself advantage for the heck of it on this the fourth one. 18. 18, yeah, you're good. Okay, um, so let's do that. And that. Is it an extra D4 damage? D6 with Giant, Giant Might. Oh. On each attack. Um, Holy shit! So that is... 35 damage. With the Giant's Might and Colossus Slayer and three swings. Yeah, so you, with the Fury of giant kind itself come out and just unleash hell on this guy because Goliaths are cousins. Uh, <laughs> racially. Uh, and take him within footsteps of the door of death. Like, he's, you've almost killed him in an instant with the fury that you brought upon it. The one downside being that you do twist your ankle. So your speed is going to be reduced by 10 feet until you take a short rest. Okay. Um, I mean, that's, that's it. That's all I could do. Okay, <laughs> that's that, awesome. It worked, buddy. That's all I can do. <laughs> Fucking wrecked him. <laughs> this is a giant. Granted, I guess you're probably about half his height now instead of a third, right. you know, because of your growth. You're a large creature. Um, awesome. Back to the job, Magdor. Uh, Magdor is tall for his species, for his race. Uh, he's 4'6". Okay. Um, so just like a fifth of the height of this giant. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's like looking at a building. A two-story building as a person. Uh, Magdor's oh gonna look gosh. up at him. And he's like, we, we've got a saying in Gontelgrim. Uh, the taller they are, the longer it takes for them to crash down to Earth. And he's going to take... Uh, his dwarven thrower and his 
uh, Warhammer and just smash at his legs with both of them for his action, his bonus action. Yeah, do it. And so that would be this one. A 24. Uh huh. And a 25. So, uh huh. <laughs> uh, being hit from both of them, he takes 28 damage. Uh huh. <laughs> 28? Yeah. Similarly, <laughs> you just like fucking talk this guy down. You don't knock him to his knees or knock him down, but. Damn but the near stock close. market is looking great today. You hit him uh, so really. hard. I just want to say, ripped a couple of his uh, ligaments in hitting him so hard. I rolled max damage on both of them. So <laughs> nice. What a perfect time for it. Right. Anything else, Magdor? Um, Magdor's gonna chuckle, and that'll be it. Also, I'm turning off 3D dice because it takes a minute for my roll. Uh, okay. Nox, you're up. Shit. Laramie wants to give everybody their own chance of glory, but also realizes that Eldritch Blast can be aimed at two different people. I don't want to steal the show on this one. Uh, how does the one next to Megdor look? Pretty hurt. Very similar to the one that Vol is in front of, both probably within a few uh, attacks uh, from death. Okay. All right. Uh, like within two HP of each other. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, shit. I can't bring myself as the player to attack him. I would hear Max do. Yeah, I don't like do what you what what Nox would do in this situation. I'm. Nox would be horrified that this guy just killed Greppa first off. Supposedly. You know what? Uh, Supposedly. (sighs) I cannot non-lethally Eldritch Blast uh, this giant because we learned what happens if you try doing that to a fish. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. I don't have enough abilities to quicken. Uh, First one's going to go at uh, Megdor's giant. Okay. Uh... First, that's going to be the first beam. Let's see. Survey says uh, 25 with advantage because it's coming from darkness. Uh, mm-hmm. Does that that hits for 11 force damage? Okay. Still stands. Ooh, this makes me feel so much better. Brandon, <laughs> you'll forgive me later a lot more than what I feel like the vengeance is. I'm going to shoot the other beam then okay. uh, at the same guy. Or a crypt. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> May I aim this thing at a kneecap so I can uh, pass along uh, final moments to Magdor? Uh, just for uh, uh, flavor? Aesthetically, yeah. he He's super dead, but if you want to let Magdor finish him. Okay. Uh, it's another 13 damage, just to make sure. Yeah, you took him 10 past, 10 past zero. Oh. So. Okay. I Yeah, I shoot him at the kneecap and I go, Magdor... Uh, what, what was that dwarven idiom again? <laughs> Does this mean he gets another turn to try to kill me? No. Aesthetically, I think he, he will just be there dying in front of you. I think Nox be... tried to incapacitate him. I guess, okay. yeah. That's we'll what say he's prone, means. so if he does make an attack against you, Magdor, it's going to have disadvantage. I want consequences. There's consequences. 
I love it. He's not quite dead yet, as the, the folks in Monty Python would say. Or Princess Bride, that sort of thing. Uh, anything else? fine with you, though, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, okay. I was just, like, for flavor, you know, it's a finish him, uh, like, I shoot him just the way that it falls right onto Magdor's hammer or some shit, then Magdor can just pound town him. But, uh, I mean, if yeah, you want to make this? it, like, full on... Magdor, if you'll burn your reaction, I will let you have been the one who, like, kind of hammers him down as he falls. All right, so Eldrick Blast is force damage, right? So Magdor yes. sees this push the giant towards him, and he just bats him away, dealing the last of the damage. You see He's his head knocked start out. to down, Jaw. and he just smacks him. Dead giant. No turn. The old alley-oop. The old alley-oop. Nice. Oh, man. You knock him into him with the force. Cool. Uh, great. And so that's Craven, one more I'm giant gonna, out of the initiative order. Um, uh, I'm going to tell Craven to give the help action to the next person that attacks the the giant, the last one okay. left. All right. And uh, I'm going to use my full uh, movement action to start walking out of the darkness to this, this guy. So okay. I will be playing in view. Uh, but he's got bigger problems, literally. He does. A very angry Goliath in front of him. So, um, and it is his turn. As he is fighting for his life, he is going to attack the most available target. Fighting the for one that is hurting I'm him the most. Vol! Okay, this is fun. The first <laughs> one is a 16 to hit. Uh, hmm. It meets, it beats. Meets, it beats. Yeah. Yeah, it meets. Meets it. The second one, however, is very similar to that Eldritch Blast of blah, blah, blah. Can I uh, use my so reaction is... to make you roll a second die for disadvantage? No, I With, can't. You have no, lucky? I can't because I just used it to give myself advantage. Oh, to give yourself yeah. advantage. Yeah, you should have used the inspiration point. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here it comes. Okay. And Vol goes down. <laughs> How many hit points do you have? Uh, why don't you roll the damage and I'll let you know how that does. Remember, uh, I've this got... is the blunted great axe. It's <clears throat> and blunted. And I've also got so resistance. Forty-two, with resistance. Forty-two total. So it'd be twenty. Oh, sorry, forty-eight total. So down to twenty-four. So twenty-four. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm fine. I'm just standing there. I don't. I fucking. He doesn't even phase full. Vol's just staring uh, at that's down. That's the that's the crit. Sorry, I forgot to roll. I forgot to roll the uh, the second attack. Oh, that's fine. Sorry. Yeah, no, go for it. That's another twenty, which will go down to ten for you. Oh yeah, easy. Still standing. Just Great. barely. Wow. Yeah, but he still standing. fights with the fury of the giants, but it doesn't thwart you as you have the giant's magic within you. Uh, that's the end of his turn. It is your turn, Vol, as the last giant standing is in front of you, looking a little scared for the first time. Um, let's see if there's any more fun things I can proc before I start swinging. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just gonna swing. I'm and still I, swing. <laughs> I believe I have advantage on this first yeah, attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of Craven. Why? He giving oh, me yeah. the help action. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. Completely spaced on that already. First one is a 23. <laughs> uh huh. Then we've got a 24. And then I'm also gonna take uh -huh. an offhand attack with my scimitar uh, for a 17. All of them hit. 
Okay, so let me see here. I'm just gonna tell you the total number anyways. I know I'm probably gonna kill him. I'm hoping at least. Uh-huh. So that's Hunter's Mark. Almost 100%. Um, no, I don't have Hunter's Mark, sorry, so ignore that. That's Colossus Slayer, Giant Might, three times. So that's, uh... 42. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Dude, super dead. How do you kill him? Um... First slash is gonna like cut away at his uh, heel or whatever, so he's gonna drop to one knee. Okay. Vold's gonna jump up on that knee, uh, stab him in the chest, pull his hair, bring him down, and stab him in the side of the head. Love it. Yep. Yeah. You land on the ground We're softly in the shit. snow and your boots of elven kind without a sound as the heavy body of the last remaining giant uh, that you know of slumps and crashes to the ground. You're out of combat. Do what you want to do. Uh, also, everybody gets... Brandon, this is your uh, cue. 4,000 XP. <sighs> Alright. I'm keeping track. Thank Sorry, you. 3,500. I apologize. They were already motherfucker. slightly taken. They were <laughs> slightly damaged already. Oh, come on. What about emotional damages? <laughs> Um, Legally sued the DM for more experience because we lost a party member. <laughs> oh, I'm just fucking with you. Vold's gonna go straight to Greppa. And um, Magdor's gonna run, run to, to not, er, Vox. Vox? Okay. You both go to your loves. <laughs> Magdor, we lived! As you run past me towards the the, the, the first boulder. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, Nox is running to Greppa, too. Yeah, the village is quiet. Aside from the sounds of uh, melting ice and crackling fires as you run to the sides of those who have fallen in the battle. Um, uh, Nox and Vol, you get to Greppa, and it seems as though she's still, like, shallowly breathing, and her eyes are just slightly open as you come up, and she says, Hello, boys. Took you long enough. Does she look mortally wounded before yes. I do anything crazy? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. She's probably hanging on for a few minutes. Um, and Magdor, you arrive at uh, the body of your wolf friend, who seems to be unrevivified by your magic. His body's still warm. The other two are going to hear the sound of a hammer on a rock. I'm oh, just trying to get the hammer. You're trying to knock the rock off. I'm of just him? gonna smack the rock as hard as I can. Multiple Go ahead times. And just keep hitting make, it. Just give me two attack rolls for this. Can I use my advantage mm -hmm. on both of them. Sure. I'll give you advantage for emotional damage. <laughs> uh, 28 crit and a 29. Non yeah, crit. both hit very well. Um, roll the damage. Uh, I can't math right now. 30 22. damage. 30? Yeah. Right? Yeah, that was exactly the number you needed two. to hit oh, wait, to destroy no. the boulder. Am I doing 13 the 11 plus, plus 9 is 22, plus 4 is 26. Fuck it! You destroy the boulder. Cool. <laughs> I yeah, love the aesthetic. I yeah, you enrage just two-handed. 
and just bla hit it and it blasts it into smithereens as you guys see an angry, just heavy breathing dwarf on the other side. Grippa says, whoa. What happened? Nox, is there anything you could do? You see Nox, like, blood all over their face at this point. <laughs> they, they, they kneel down. The uh, staff drops from the hand, falls into the snow. Uh, Nox is on their knees at this point. And they, like, have their hands on top of Grappa. And it looks like they're getting ready to cast uh, Healing Magic. Oh, no, no. It's okay. Everything has a cycle, but I've well worn past my <laughs> but I think there's one thing I could do to help before I leave if it's if it's to give bull your tent it's probably iced over it's not worth it right now just oh, save your no. last words the pup bring him here how far away is uh, the pup from here 90 feet. 90, there it is. 90 feet. <laughs> Thank I you for remembering. I know. You did. You know where you're crying in this scene of chaos and destruction. <laughs> Meanwhile, I tried to heal him. I know it's a waste. I just tried. Yeah, it's like when you see in a scene in a movie when someone continues to try to administer CPR or use, you know, those. But it's obviously too, go too far gone. Yeah. Nox realizes that their staff of power could levitate, but it's on one charge left. Uh, they're going to rely on their own physical strength, and they're going to go over to Magdor and see if they can help lift the, the Starwolf. And Nox just says, Magdor, Greppa says she might be able to save him. And uh, you look up at Magdor and you just see tears streaming down into his beard. You see two streaks. Just cleaning out. Um, and, and he kind of sniffles and uh, just starts pulling. Slowly pulling him. Doesn't say anything. Come on. Strength. What are your guys' gonna... strengths? 19. Uh, before I answer that, uh, I just want to say I'm going to give him the help action <laughs> and give him guidance. If oh, I this could, is a please. combined strength check. It's just going to be based okay. on your strength scores combined. I got a strength score of 11 plus 0. Okay. You can move him, but very slowly together. Um, Vol would stay by Greppa's side. Greppa puts her hand on your face. She says, go help them, boy. They need you more than you know. Vol will go and help. I'm going to use... I'm gonna use Mage Hand to help with uh, ten pounds of the weight. I just out of pure desperation at this point. Yeah, and you see, yeah, like, you see the golem hand. <laughs> the golem hand's pulling him on the ground. Yeah, uh, but Vol comes up and it makes it just. You can do it together. Absolutely. Um, you're able to pull him gently along, lift him up, just ever so slightly above the snow, and set him next to her. She says, "Wonderful. Oh, what a good." And she rubs his uh, back as he lays next to her. She says, You know, Vol, how we believe that, you know, once you move on, you live on through people you touch, the uh, relationships you make, the 
things you create. Yes. Sometimes there's more to it. Sometimes it's actually you. I will miss you all. Give my regards to your mother when she returns. And she puts her hand, leaves it in one spot, and right near the top of kind of the back of the dog, where the shoulders would come together on the upper parts of his uh, his front side. She takes a deep breath and breathes out. And you see as she breathes out deeply, the color fade from her skin and kind of coalesce in a slightly light uh, version of her own skin color that goes to her fingertips and transfers over into Vox. And as it does, his fur turns pure white and her hand goes limp and falls to the snow as Vox begins to whimper. Still wounded, but alive. Grappa. Um, the first thing Vol would do is probably pull the axe out. <laughs> the axe that was still stuck in, lay it aside. And yeah, just kind of sit there for maybe like a minute or two before he goes off and starts helping around the village. Um, maybe not dismiss it, but regardless of if they try to stop him or say anything else, uh, Knox and Magdor is not really going to pay too much attention because the village. That's uh, Meg, Vol's you leave Grappa where she is for now, at no? least. Yeah, for now. Okay. Unless, You're unless, the axe. yeah, unless the two of them do something for now, the, Vol's gonna leave her there and then go sort the village out. Okay. Magdor is going to be holding on to Vox right now. He's gonna look over to Nox and point at his kazoo. And more specifically, the diamond that he has. And he's going to say, uh, How much... How much is that worth? Are you pointing at the the one diamond that I have for a chromatic orb? Yeah. Uh, Nox says, uh... Sadly, uh... 50... 50 gold pieces... Magdor's just gonna look down and say, Damn. And he's gonna bury his face in the Nox. Or, uh, <laughs> bury his face in the Vox. Oh my! And, uh, Nox, just kinda stand there. Nox. Sorry. Nox's world is upside down right now. Uh, Nox has, you know, lost stuff, you know, <laughs> a lot of times before, but. This is probably the first time they've lost someone in front of them like this. I don't think uh, my changing sorcerer uh, has ever uh, experienced loss in a way that is strictly intangible, like a closing like this. They've never had this moment of how to react to it before. Uh, I would say at this point, like their form drops back to their changeling form. Just like everything's down at this point. And Knox would start praying. I think Knox would start praying. Uh, to who? Well, there's somebody dead on the ground, great dungeon master. I think the the one person he should start with would pr probably be the Raven Queen. 
and ask for a safe uh, passage to the afterlife. And uh, that would be on that side, but they would also uh, give a small prayer to the traveler at the end to protect us as a group. Just kind of like an additional blessing on them all at this point. And they would just tend to the body, I guess. Not much. Uh, I don't think. I don't think there's anything I could actually do as a character to like seal wounds or whatnot. Uh, I don't have uh, stay the dead or whatever it's called. Uh, but Knox would just say the words "Grappa" over and over again. Okay. As you uh uh so sequence of events. Well, you pull the axe out. Stay with Greppa for a few moments as uh, they have this conversation. Um, realizing that Greppa is gone. Um, at least in this form. Um, and you get up to start to go and make sure that everyone in the village is okay. See what you can do to assist the rest of your people as your two friends uh, stay together and mourn the loss of Greppa over the clinging to life body of the now all white wolf Vox. Um, and as you cling closely to Vox Magdor, you feel for a moment it's like you know when you know when you smell something that smells like something you remember but you can't quite remember what it was? But smell is a very powerful indicator of memory and stuff. You smell something as you're buried deep in his fur, uh, listening to his heartbeat. Uh, it smells like Greppa. And um, as we... As the people of the village start to come out, uh, now hearing the silence of the, the battle ended, uh, did you dispel the firewall, Magdor? <laughs> Uh, I did, yeah, because I would have rolled okay. for concentration when I was hit, so I'd cool. say when I cast so the... the healing spell. Okay. So yeah, in the new silence, the, the firewall not blazing, the battle not raging, um, in the silence you hear the distant cry of a dragon to the north as the people begin to come out of their huts, and uh, that's where we will pick it up next time. Okay. Good deal. Ah, oh, man, I love being sad. Oh boy, no one has anything else sad to that. I uh, yeah, I don't sorry, like making people sad. But... For... <laughs> I must have had a little hot sauce in my finger or something. My nose is runny right now. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. You can find me on Twitter at lr the eleventh. All letters, one word. You can find me on Twitter at Zigzagoon. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Houston. Glenn with two N's. Houston looks like Huston. We are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game tropes you deserve. Why does it feel like I'm giving a eulogy? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it's what you it can sounds find like, the, too. You can, yeah. You can find the show everywhere you can Google. And on Twitter, at CMQ Network. That was Nick. That was Brandon. 
That was the murder. I mean, Glenn. <laughs> and this is Tyler. And that was Greppa. And that was Greppa. Almost we'll was Vox. We'll see you Fox. next time. With an Almost was Vox. Almost was uh, most of the team, actually. At uh, certain points, there was uh, close moments. We will see you next week with another session of Casual Quest Masters. And don't forget, the never stop the quest. Bye-bye. Bye. F in the chat, please, for Greppa. For Greppa. For Greppa. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters. <laughs>